Blog Talk Radio. nominated us and you voted and thanks to you our loyal listeners we are the southern entertainment awards radio station of the year 2016 yeah you know what it is k100 radio hey it's your man dj will money catch my mix show street anthems live right here on k100 radio each and every thursday at 5 p.m eastern as i bring you the latest r&b and hip-hop music Plus, check out my Indie Spotlight segment where I give indie artists a chance to shine. That's every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, Street Anthems Live, right here on K100 Radio. What's good? This is Kelby Cannon, publisher of Making It Magazine, here to let all my independent artists, producers, and DJs know about MakingItMag.com. Not only are we Atlanta's number one magazine for the urban music industry, but we're a national platform that provides real opportunities, real exposure, and real industry connections. Just log on to makingitmag.com. Sign up for your membership and start submitting music to get booked on major shows, magazine features, radio interviews, sponsorships, and more great opportunities. That's makingitmag.com. Doing dope stuff for dope artists. Ten years strong. Swag, man, and you can catch me each and every Friday right here, bringing you the best of independent artist news, music updates, events, topics, and conversation. Think they know somebody who's got some dope music or project and just need to get on the radio? Now all you gotta do is hit me, swag, tracks, and vocals at gmail.com. Swag, two G's, tracks, and vocals at gmail.com. You can always link with me. Hit me on IG. Hit me on Snapchat at IDJSwag, two G's, and we can get it popping. Don't forget, Just Swag TV, each and every Friday from 11 to 12 p.m. Right here on K100 Radio. That can Yeah, man. MidwestMixtapes.com, the number one website for Midwest rap. MidwestMixtapes.com, they promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. MidwestMixtapes.com, they can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. MidwestMixtapes.com, they work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. You are tuned to K100 Radio, Hip-Hop and R&B. If I should make a move, start up a conversation, getting to know the basis while we find the groove. Caught up in the moment, our body's getting tuned. You say that you got me open, popping into the motion, focus on you. She said, I don't really get out that often, but when I do, I get it popping. 
plug in my ear and say, what about you? Told her I don't really care after all this, but when I do, I get it poppin'. And I like this point that I got with you. Girl, I'm impressed. You got me caught up in a day, making me feel some type of way. But you got a vibe I can't deny And you make me feel high I'm feeling that rush Yeah Look How about we leave this club and do our own thing Go we both on the spot Let's do some grown things More drinks with a lot of laughter Making love all night Hey I'm hoping we move too fast Oh yeah I'm hoping we can make this last Oh yeah I'm hoping we don't find it fresh No Hoping cause Girl, I'm impressed You got me caught up in a day Making me feel some type of way You think I'm in love No, I ain't impressed But you got a vibe I can't deny And you make me feel high I'm feeling that rush
Now, we're talking about a specific subject uh, over here on K100 Radio today, all right? Um, for this particular uh, broadcast, with this particular point of view, this whole thing is going to be about the, uh, the, the coronavirus. Bottom line, I'm, I'm, I, this whole thing has just been really crazy to me uh, to sit back and observe just some of the stuff that's going on as far as people's reaction. Uh, you've got all kind of uh, conspiracy theories and things like that going on. We've got a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, but for me personally, um, just watching some of the people deny some of the factual evidence uh, uh, against better judgment, putting themselves and their family in uh, harm's way and uh, risk. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on about it that kind of, you know, really just perturbed me. Uh, first and foremost, I want to let everybody know that for me personally, as I'm doing this broadcast, personally, my life hasn't really changed much outside of what I could do outside of here. Like, my, my living situation hasn't changed much. Um, you know, we, I got the same restrictions. I live up under the same rules of everybody that has, that, that's doing uh, uh, quarantine, uh, you know, by mandate uh, from your local and state officials. We don't have a federal federal quarantine. I'll get into that. But I, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm adhering to all that social dish. I'm doing all of that. But for me personally, my life generally hasn't changed much as far as I still have to get up, get on my grind. I'm still able to broadcast and do things like that with K100 Radio because a lot of the things that I do are based on the internet. As long as the internet is not disrupted, I'll be okay. All right? For, mo- for the most part. But there are people whose lives have come to a grinding halt. All right? People who right now don't even know how they're going to be living, feeding themselves, housing their children, like over the next, within the next week or so. Maybe some people have already hit that 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 bottom tier already all right because there was only there was on they was hanging on by a thread and then this happened so i, I want to preface this whole conversation by saying that i'm talking from a place that yes i am quarantined but also understand that things haven't really hit the fan for me yet but i understand that i'm not immune to it and it can't hit the fan for me so i'm speaking from that perspective on a lot of my points of views uh for the stuff that i'm going to be talking about tonight uh if you want to call in and voice your opinion and talk about this uh subject about the coronavirus, you can call in right now. Our phone lines are up. 347-934-0966. we got people who are already on the phone lines right now. Um, I started a tad bit late because I was trying to make sure that I had the live streams up and running and everything. Uh, so 347-934-0966. I really want to hear from you guys on the phone lines. So I'm going to go ahead and jump immediately to the phone lines. Uh, I'm not going to waste too much time on that. I'm going to jump over there to the phone lines uh, really fast. All right. Uh, let me hold it. I'm trying to share this on Facebook as we speak too. Had a little problems doing it early, but we got it back up now. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me just go ahead and share this real quick so I can get the uh, so, so I can bring the people over there. Because I want to I want to hear everybody's everybody's opinion on this. All right. Because I'm going to pose a couple of questions and there are a couple of things. I got a couple of news clips I'm going to share. Um, if you don't know, K100 Radio, we've changed our format over there on our website a lot. So we've shared a lot of news articles, updates and stuff like that, stuff that pertains to the coronavirus and things like that. So if you go to our website, you'll see some of the stories that we've actually shared over there on K100 Radio as well. All right. So there's a lot of different a lot of different things that we personally have been trying to share, put out some uh, really pertinent information when we find it and try to just keep people uh, advised of what's going on. And um, I plan on sharing a lot of the information as it goes on. I'm pretty much watching the news like 24-7, looking at updates on my phone, just like the rest of you guys. Just like everybody else. Everybody else is probably doing the same exact thing, trying to just stay up on what's going on because this is directly affecting pretty much everybody at the end of the day. All right. 
So uh, shout out to my people that's over there checking in on Facebook Live. Um, I welcome all my people who normally watch me on Instagram Live for Illa Kill and stuff like that. This particular segment, all of you guys are welcome to join in. 347-934-0966. I'm going to type that in Instagram in a second. Uh, so you can actually call in. And uh, I want to talk to you about it. I want you to voice your opinion about it. That's a couple of people that I already know on the phone line. So I'm going to jump over here real quick. Uh, let me see. Uh, some, of the, some of the numbers, if you're calling from like overseas or if you're just on the internet using like your uh, webcam or something to call into the show, which you're allowed to do if you go to our website. Uh, it doesn't show your phone number, so I may just open up your phone line and just like be like, hey, hello. Uh, just make sure you're paying attention to the phone lines over there. All right. So I'm going to start with the people who were on the line first and um, go down that way. I'm going to try to keep it orderly. All right. Uh, area code 904-891. What's up? Who's this? What's up? This is Tanisha. Hey, Tanisha, what's going on? Miss, what's happening? What's happening? What's up? All right. So this is Yeah, and 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 I I actually um this is one of my people that I invited over here today on K100 Radio. Uh, wanted wanted her to come over here and, and speak her piece. Um, first of all, just introduce yourself, Nish. Tell everybody what you do for a living. And then we'll get into how this virus has affected you and a couple of more things. I don't want to spend too much time, um, you know, on one particular subject. So I got like a little timer that I'm getting ready to put over here. All right. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and just, just kind of keep it short for everything. All right. But first, before we start real quick, and I'm uh, area code 407. I see you. And then there's a, two more callers on there. I can't see your phone numbers, but I do see that you are on the switchboard, but your numbers are blocked for some reason. So I can't call out your area code, but there are like two more people. Please don't hang up. I'll get to you. I promise if you call in, I will answer your call tonight. All right, so Tanisha, real quick, I want you to just tell everybody who you are real quick and then what you do, and then we'll jump into the conversation really fast. Go ahead. No problem. So my name is Tanisha. My friends know me as Nish. I'm a Florida native, and as a li- for a living, I plan events. I manage events for a large nonprofit organization and also run a small business as an event planner. All right, so event planning I know has been hit very hard, right? Event planning is oh, just, absolutely. How, how can you how can you plan events if nobody's going outside, right? So I know <laughs> a couple of event planners who are like like this is like catastrophic. Just just personally tell me how your life and everything that you do in your grind as an event planner just kind of came to a halt real quick because people can't go anywhere. Yeah, hundred percent right. People can't go anywhere. I promise you, if I was depending on my business to to feed me, I would be in a real bad spot right now. I'd be sitting here trying to figure out what I can do to kind of get ahead. The good thing is I do work for an organization for full time. So right now we're in the middle of a serious grind trying to pivot or transition our events from in person to online. If it works, so there's a lot of background we're doing in terms of thinking through, will this make sense online? What do we need to do online? Um, And as I've told them, we're planning essentially a brand new event in 60 days. Right. So here's here's one question and here's one thing that I noticed. Like you said, your company is now trying to rebrand and trying to do things online. Let me just ask you one serious question. I got to know because I got the same issue that I've seen with several other companies and churches, whereas could y'all have been doing everything that you're about to try to do online already? Was was it was it possible for you to do everything and you kind and the company was kind of lackadaisical? Your event planners and because you know the nature of it is is people and networking in person. Was there some things that you are doing now that you could have been doing but you just kept putting it off until now? You pretty much have to do it right now. 
No, actually, the the two major events that we're talking about right now are designed to be in-person events. Um, so we never really considered what it would be to have it as 100% virtual. We talked about what's the potential of making at least one of them, which is a conference, as a hybrid event, um, you know, some online components. But the in-person, once we surveyed uh, attendees, in-person was the way that they wanted to go. They wanted to network. They wanted to touch each other. They wanted to learn from each other. And the mm-hmm. best way for them to do that was in-person. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know, because I saw a lot of people just got this newfound love with the Internet and, oh, kind of sort of, oh, now we're discovering that we can live stream a whole bunch of stuff. Like, we can live stream funerals. We can live stream all kinds of stuff that we could have <laughs> been doing. Like, your, your family could have been partaking in, you know, the homegoing services of a loved one when they died for the past almost 15 plus years easy, right? Like people just didn't oh, yeah. want to do it. It just felt like it wasn't necessary. But now they're realizing just how simple it, is, it really is. Um, and, and people are kind of jumping into this age, you know, by force. Some of the older generation is what I'm saying. Like I know the younger ones, but right. we, we're, still, we're still people 50, 60 years old, really just like kind of sort of discovering live streaming and stuff like that. Kind of an amazing kind of one maybe positive side effect to all of this, and we can find anything in all of this. So um, I want to go ahead and jump into the, some of the discussions that I wanted to talk uh, specifically about. First of all, I got to ask you this specific question, Tanisha, and I'm going I'm 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 to ask you this question, and I'm going to open up the lines, and I'm going to come back to you, okay, again. First of all, tell okay. me, do you feel straight up, and if you're on the Facebook Live page, you can see this poll. This poll should be on the Facebook Live page if, you can, um, if you're on the Facebook Live. Do you feel like the, um, do you feel like the media is – overhyping the uh, epidemic? Absolutely not. I feel like the, there's a lot that the media can't even tell us. Um, I think it's they're telling us what they can, and they're hoping that we would listen and, like, calm down some of these behaviors, like getting outside and being all over the place in front of, you know, not social distancing. So I think that aspect of it is true. Um, it's a lot of information at once, but I think it's, helpful for some people who just aren't listening all right now <laughs> one other question and i'm gonna jump to this area code 407 phone number they hold they've been holding on really patiently and, I, and I'll, i'm gonna come back to you but I'm, I'm gonna pose the same question to them us us when i say us i want you to understand that the demographic of cable 100 radio is mostly mostly in between the ages mm-hmm. of actually 28 to 45 and um a lot of African-American people listen to it for the, for the most part, although we do have people listening all across the globe, tuning in, checking us out. So I don't want to isolate anybody that may be checking us out, but black folks, I'm talking to us now that may be watching. Uh-huh. Why, do you, why do you feel like our people, our demographic of people, old, young, whatever, are some of the main ones that are, at first, initially, I would say, kind of thought that this was a game, didn't take it seriously, first of all. And secondly, why do you feel like a lot of us are buying into some of the some of the conspiracies that we see that really don't have any really solid foundation, just stuff that people are spewing on YouTube and kind of conspiracy theories putting together? If that's what you believe, that's what you believe. And we can we can debate that all day. But a lot of this stuff is just completely craziness. Why do you think that is? And why do you think outside of tradition and I'm going to talk about the role of religion in all this outside of traditions. Why was it that so many of us was kind of like, and still right now having barbecues and having uh, block parties and partying and doing all kind of stuff, just kind of thinking that this is going to blow over and it's no big deal. Why us? Why do we seem like a, 
uh, arts demographic of black people have this feeling? And I know that you noticed it, so there's no need to debate whether or not I'm about this. Why, why, why do you think that? What's your theory about it? I think one word, distrust. I mean, you asked the question about the media. Uh, our people have distrusted the media. We distrusted our leadership, um, and we feel like um, they don't have our best interest in mind. So no matter what anybody's saying, it's like, man, I'm not believing that foolishness. They out here to get us. There's a, an agenda behind it, the conspiracy theories and what have you. So that's the primary reason for me is distrust. We don't feel like we're getting the right information, but I'm like, at this date right now, we getting all the information we can to be able to make an informed decision about what not to do. Um, and we can't think that it doesn't impact us because clearly it does. All right. So I, I here's the thing. I hear what you're saying about distrust, but right behind it, you yourself just stated information. You, we, we live in an age right now, and I guess the Internet has a pro and con when it comes down to freedom of information because the same way that people can freely look up information it, it gives it's the same avenue that people can freely put bs out there right like people can put out information as if it's facts when it's not facts and people can buy into it but there are quote-unquote reputable news sources like with k100 radio you know we've got people that's coming on as contributing writers but we don't have investigative journalists on staff facts so what we do is whenever we we talk about stuff on our website or whatever we post articles just to avoid, you know, just to avoid any kind of legal issues or anything like that. But beyond that, just just to keep it 100, we always put where we found this particular information from. We always backlink the article that we read personally that we decided was mm-hmm. reputable. And we decided to, you know, publish this article on our website talking about this. And we'll put cited from BBC, uh, it could be uh, MSN, it could be whatever. It's the places that actually have a staff of people who they pay to investigate stuff in journalism. We don't have that at K1 Radio, but we do know people who pretty much got a rock. We're not going to be posting much from fucking Fox News, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Because we know the planet that the information is just going to lean one way. So, factually, we just don't do that. But, you know, there are some places that are really reputable who have long-standing, solid reputations. Everybody everybody can get caught with a, a story every now and again that's false, but you've got all these real, rock-solid, reputable avenues that are telling people that you can from the from the click of a button from your hand that you can find out whether or not what you're saying really makes sense yet people choose not to and it's not even at that point it's not even a a distrust of the government because like you just said the information is there so i mean why 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 do why do we still even though we because it it could be it could be someone black it could be a black news anchor on a on a on a a Mm -hmm. station they'll still say we don't trust it so is it about us? Is it about because they work for CNN or, you know, the Washington Post or New York Times? I, I don't I'm just trying to wrap my brain around why we are completely throwing aside some of the stuff that we've seen that we know is just complete craziness. And we just bind into it. And we are living recklessly, putting people's lives in danger. And I'm going to go to the next caller. But just what do you think about that? I don't know. Man, yeah, I don't know either. Like I said, if if it's ain't if it ain't about not trusting in that you just don't believe it's gonna happen to you, sometimes things things don't unless it comes up to knock on your door, it ain't it don't mean nothing to you. Whether that's ignorance, whether that is um carelessness, I don't know. But it's like unless it impacts you immediately, you think you're invincible. Um and I yeah, I wish I could tell you why people I wish I really knew because sometimes I look at people like, are you kidding me right now? Did you even check your source? Like, 
you, like you just mentioned, there's so many ways that you can get information, fact check, as was uh, brought forth in the presidential campaign. Shit, go, go three layers deep in when you're searching stuff on Google, just so you can get a better idea of what's going on. If not, ask somebody else about it. That's how I feel. But out here just spreading stuff because you think it sounds good or you felt like it, you know, in my spirit, this is what the Lord said. I mean, really did like everybody talk to the Lord in a different way, but I'm just saying, bro, like, yeah. did he like, yeah. I, I, listen, I'm going to bring up a, I'm going to pull up a story in a minute on, on, on that particular note right there. Hold on, Nish, please don't hang up. I, I got a couple of calls and yeah. I want to, I want to bring everybody into the fray real quick. Hold on a second. Area code yeah. 407-927. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Angela Harris. How you doing? Angela, what's going on? What's happening? Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. What's going on? What you got to say about all this craziness? What's up? Well, you know, I just feel like black people have been bamboozled for so long and lied to for so long and mistreated for so long that it's kind of like when we hear something, um, we take it with a grain of salt and good reason. And um, with the COVID-19, it's unfortunate because we have 10,000 deaths now here in America because people aren't taking it serious. They thought it was not a real thing. They they thought the virus was not a real thing. But I've been saying it's a real thing from day one because um, I've been watching it unfold on TV, you know. And um, I don't believe it has anything to do with 5G or anything like that, but I do believe that um, the government knew about this strand of virus a long time ago. And I also feel like the government definitely, you know, patented the um, virus. Okay, and, so let me. Um, I, I got something. I don't want to cut you off, but I got a, I got a fact check that I'm gonna play for you on that particular note right there, right? Like, like, like that that one right there. Like, <clears throat> there's a there's a there's a really great show. Uh, it's not even American. It's based out of Britain, and they and they're world renowned for fact checking and just breaking stuff down. I got I got a clip that I'm gonna play in a minute on the air. Just so people can hear some of the things that this guy just kind of breaks down. And he talks about what started people to even believe in that, oh, they already knew about the coronavirus years ago. And, and, and just when people were sharing pictures of it, the back of a Lysol can. and uh, It's crazy yeah. how it all goes down. Exactly. But, but, mm-hmm. but he, he explains why people thought that. But just how that one piece of misinformation just spread a whole bunch of mistrust about all of it and had people thinking just what you're thinking right now, which, which to me, I, I totally, I, I think that that's just misinformation because you can, because, because you can pull up a, a can of Lysol and see that uh, coronavirus is on the back of it. You think, Oh, they've been here. Yeah, this, but this, this is a different strand. No, I think that this is a different is. strand that mutated. I don't believe yeah. it's the same coronavirus. I believe it's a more powerful strand. That's why it's called COVID-19 because this strand came right. around last year. I don't right. agree exactly. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I feel agree like, with that. You'll pull that top yeah. copy out for me. Yeah, okay. Hold on. Hold on a second. Give me. Give me one second. I'm gonna go to another caller real quick, and then I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring up a couple of clips and I'm gonna, you know, talk about some other stuff. And I'm gonna read some of the um, comments that are people that people are saying over on the uh, Facebook live feed. Hold on a second. All right. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go to another caller real quick because I want to make sure that if you call in. That you don't hang up because you, I took too long trying to keep the phone lines moving and fresh. And uh, my special guest, people that I uh, invited over, I make sure I go back to them. All right, area code 903-495. Hello, who's this? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, man? This is uh, David. How you doing? What's going on, David? Where you, uh, 903, where you from? I'm from Texas, man. A little country town called Mount Pleasant. How you? 
you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, man. But my, pretty much my input, man, you know, it goes back to the distrust and what the uh, one of the first ladies, the first lady that I heard talking about the situation, you know what I'm saying? It goes back huh. to distrust, you know. If you look back in history, as far as the black people, you know, um, you got the government going against uh, organizations that was built, you know, were, were made to make us better. It wasn't to make, you know, to destroy the government or nothing like that, but they targeted us. And they got, you know, you got, uh, what's the, the, uh, the, the airmen, Tuskegee, you know what I mean? They injected us with syphilis and all yeah. these different things like that. So it's just mainly distrust, you know, and that, it, it really, um, for, for people who are knowledgeable about those type of things, you know, it, it almost has to happen to them, you know what I mean, for them to see it to be something real, you know what I'm saying? So I okay, can see where it be that. like, you know, I don't, you know, so that's my take on it, man. I understand that part totally. I, listen, first of all, everybody, any, any anybody who's been knowing me for just a couple, you could, you could have just met me a couple of years ago or something like that. And I'm a, I'm a mute yeah. because you got background noise, but I'll come back to you. All right, so... You could have just met me just a couple of years ago, and it doesn't take long to figure out where I stand on certain issues. When it comes down to the government, when it comes down to race relations, when it comes down to uh, society, uh, the police, it's not. I'm pretty much an open book. I'm a talk show host. I'm a radio personality. I do blog. I, listen, I'm an artist. Okay, I've never heard how I feel. So far, be it for me to try to convince you, you, anybody listening, to trust the government. Okay. This is K1's radio. Listen, I am I am not the guy to try to be sitting out here like you're supposed to be some kind of patriot. Listen, no, 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 no. You know. But there has to be, in this particular instance, it just aggravated me so much because we had already passed that threshold of it being about that general level of mistrust that black people just have for this country in general. Look what we came from. Look what they put us through. Look what we still go through today. We the only race people that can get choked out over a pack of cigarettes and nobody lose their job or go to jail. This is it's us. I understand, fam. You know what I'm saying? But we had passed that that's that general level of mistrust and when you first hear about it, yeah. But after it got here after we had proven by thousands of people that that were dying daily. Celebrities, we had we, it, 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 some some people that were black that were celebrities came out and said this is real. I have it. People dying. It was it was here, and we still had people going out partying, block parties. We shared a story about the, the people in Albany. hundred people went to a funeral. A lot of people got sick. One of the family members ended up dying, an elderly family member. Recklessness. And this is well after we know it's real at this point. You understand what I'm saying? That's what just kind of had me like, are we serious now, fam? For real? We, we still doing this right now at this point? Because I understand at the very beginning. Trust me. I get that. But at, we, 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 we passed that point, and as recent as literally last weekend, I've seen people throwing parties, hanging out. 
I'm just saying, fam. That, 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 listen. All right, so I'm gonna read a couple of the um the Facebook the Facebook stuff, and then I'm gonna jump to another subject real quick. All right, the time is up on that one. All right, I I, I just had to address the level of apathy that we have as people, and it's just it's 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 it's, it's concerning because it's something like this, if they can be apathetic about something like this, it just pray tells to a lot of other reasons why we're in situations that we're in to this day. Alright? That's just how I feel about all of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kwanso Thankful says ignorance plays a part of it. And I'm not quite sure how much ignorance I'm going to let, I'm going to allow people to get away with as far as saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. But you know though. You know I can't right now today stomach somebody telling me at right now April 6, 2020 you didn't know how deadly the coronavirus is when you took your ass out there to party or do whatever it is you today if you go do something this weekend go to a party or do something like that this weekend I cannot allow you to tell me that ignorance played a part in any of it there's no possible way you can tell me you were ignorant to the dead how deadly this disease is and you're ignorant to how reckless your actions are, especially to your loved ones that are safe back home. I, I, I cannot I cannot allow ignorance to be an excuse in, in on April 6, 2020, fam. Not with me. I just can't. All right. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. Uh, a lot of people are chiming in and talking over there on the live feed, and I appreciate it. I got one more caller, and then I'm going to uh, change the subject real quick, because I got a specific question I want to ask. There you go. What's up? Who's this? His name is uh, Pianchi. I don't have no distrust in the government. I'm African-American. And here's the thing. This is a virus, just like the flu. Mm -hmm. And if your immune system is weak, then your immune system... Let's say you got high blood pressure and diabetes. Exactly. Would you not say that your immune system is already compromised trying to fight off those two? Yeah, because you already got an underlying condition. Yeah, I agree yes. with that. Then another thing come along like this, which your body probably haven't seen. It probably has seen. Your DNA has probably seen this, but this is a different variety. Now your immune system has got to pull away troops from fighting those other two disease and try to deal with this one. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like that, real war. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you got, you, you can't, you can't spread the field too. You can't spread the field too thin. You got to defend all. Yeah. So let me, so and let me here's another you. thing. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question. Hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Good. Let me ask you a question. I don't want to cut you off because now that you say that we published it. Listen, 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 brother. What, say your name again. So I, I want to make sure I get it right. Say your name again. My name is Pianchi. 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 Tianki. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. All right, listen. We published an article on our on our website, and the article specifically addressed what we now are starting to find out right now: the fact, the fact that black people are dying at a higher rate from the disease. They've been hiding these numbers, right? They didn't want. They didn't even want. The students didn't even want to publish the numbers on race. They were just publishing them on age and stuff. They didn't want to publish the numbers on race. But now we're finding out. Through the state, some of the states are reporting the actual races of the people that are dying. Now we're finding out from Chicago, Detroit, Milwaukee, 
that it's a crazy level of black people that are dying. Like over in Milwaukee, we published an article and it was it was really done investigated really well. Most of the people that died, like 70% of the people that actually died from the virus were black, even though Milwaukee has like a 11% African-American population for the whole state, right? So, well, yeah. the whole reason why was because, hold on, they cited, they said, there was another article in the op-ed that we, batched, that we tagged into that one too from the New York Times that basically said, you're going to see a lot of African-American people dying because African-Americans are more predisposed to having exactly what you just named. Diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Absolutely. Right? I mean, that's true. It's, it's true. And see, here's another thing. Modern medicine is designed to let help you to live with those underlying conditions. Right? Under normal circumstances, as nature intended, you would have been dead. Think about it. So... What do you feel, Chianti? I got one this. more thing, sir, and it's going to make ahead. people mad. I, I, black women, and this thing about us trying to kill or get rid of black folks, that's a bunch uh, of malarkey. Mm-hmm. Look at the abortions from 1973 to 2005 or 15, wait, wait, over wait, wait, 20 wait, wait, million. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, God damn it. Hold on. Excuse me. You can't you, you can't bring a do not you can't cross reference abortion into this argument. I can't I can't allow you about, to do that. How about killing? Do it. About what? How about killing? Yeah, Tiaki, you're gonna go. You see, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go to a situation where me and you're gonna get to going back and forth about a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want. I ain't got time for it today. But I tell you what, I invite you back to this platform whenever you got time and whenever I got time, and we can have it out about abortion and killing black on black crime. And how, at the, how you know that is true. That's a, that's, a, that's a that's a bit. That's hey, I'll yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah, I I bring you back for that, but I can't allow but you. But the other thing, you on time with that underlying conditions. Something new come up. Look out. I'll talk all to right. you later. All right, Tianti. All right. Yeah, Tianti was about to try to take me all the way over there, and see, he was about to try to insinuate that black on black crime and our sisters having abortions. Has some kind of way of saying we don't care about ourselves. I don't know what the whole where he was going with that, but I I didn't have time today. I I, I don't got the time for this segment. This is our first points of view of 2020. We, I, I I can't let him hijack me and take me left because me and him will get to arguing about that shit for like 15 minutes. All right. Anyway, you are tuned <laughs> to the K100 Radio Hip yeah, the talk segments have always been. It's gonna always be somebody. Oh shit, my 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 um Instagram live is. I was not scrolling down. Okay, I'm sorry, Instagram live. I wasn't scrolling down reading comments. People was commenting. <laughs> I missed it. Over to the Facebook live page real quick, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna jump over to um a specific topic that I want you guys to check out. That I got I, I got a clip of a news clip. I'm gonna play the news clip first, and we're gonna talk about it. Uh, over here on the uh, Facebook page, though, uh, somebody, I don't know. Um, Wallace says, is he a veteran? See, I can sound like he might have been a vet, but I am too. So that is no reason why he was about to try to tie in black-on-black crime and abortion with why black people seemingly may not care about the coronavirus. He was going to try to go Fox News on me. I can tell right now. I heard it in his voice. He was about to go Fox News on me. I can't allow it. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, Ike Newton said one thing uh, that I want to make sure, uh, you know, that just, just, just stood out stood out to me and one thing I, I, I feel about all of this is, you know, uh, it doesn't it doesn't affect you till it till it till it hits home until somebody that you know has the virus, right? So somebody that you know dies. Well fam, I know four people that actually caught the virus and I'm really good friends with somebody whose sister died from this shit. You feel me? So I already know and this and, and she's been dead for about two weeks now. And they couldn't go to the funeral. So I already know no, not nobody that I know that I, that's in my family, but I know that person. That person's sister is dead. I've seen four. I counted last time four people on my Facebook feed that I'm not like buddy buddy friends with them like that. Like, but we cool. We've crossed paths before. Who got coronavirus? One of them was laid up in the hospital in the ICU. He could barely talk. Music industry people that I know that I've come across. Not saying we hang out buddy-buddy friends, but they are my Facebook friends for a reason, and we've had conversations. And I know they're real human beings, and I know them, they would just be faking being in ICU, literally. And so it's, it's, it's real, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Quanto uh, <laughs> Thankful says, yes, he was about to try to take me over to Fox News. He was about to make me go Fox News. I wasn't going to, um, I couldn't allow that. I don't have time for that. All right, so listen. Um... I got this news clip, right? And I'm just going to play it for you. And this specific question, and I'm going to bring it back over to uh, uh, Nish. I'm going to go back to Angela, all right? Uh, somebody from the 850 is on the phone. I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer that 850 call, all right? This question is about the role of religion in the level of apathy that we're seeing in not just us, Black folks, white folks, all kind of folks, still going to church, impact churches, feel like if they don't go to church, you're basically violating their human rights. And, and, and... So I'm going to play this clip. I'm going to play this clip for you guys. And I want you guys to just check out, you know, I'm not and, – and, 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 Listen, I was born and raised in the church, so please don't try to come back and quote Bible scriptures. Don't pin Bible scriptures. Don't quote the Bible to me. I know it backward and forward. All right. I grew up with a mother that is a devout Christian and a father that's a devout Christian. All right. So with the church my whole life, my first introduction to music was the drums, playing the drums on Sunday in church. I understand. I, I, I understand faith. I understand what it means to certain people. All right. I get that part. But there has to be a limit. There has to be a point where you just not abandon your faith. And it's not what I'm saying, but we have to use just common sense. I, I, I don't even want to say it's common sense. because It makes me feel like I'm calling people stupid based on their religion. And I'm not. But you can be way over the top with your level of belief in your faith i think so check this out real quick i'm not gonna play the whole thing i just want to just 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 peep this out real quick let me stop the background music just peep this out real quick all right and it's like just a little quick news segment that they were doing on this church this was just published two days ago so these people just went to church sunday <laughs> you know what I'm saying? this happened sunday 
people at church at a packed church Sunday. This past Sunday. Yesterday. Yesterday was I pulled it down. I most recent article. So this was about a, people that went to church yesterday. This past Sunday. Just real quick, I just want to check just just check this out real quick. You're not worried about the virus? No, I'm not. I have no reason to be. And you you guys won't get the virus because of your beliefs? Yes. No, I won't get the virus because Jesus says I'm not. If you got God inside of you, you have nothing to worry about. You're good. I moved here from Texas for this church, so it's definitely essential in my life. (laughs) We are continuing to have services uh, with some restrictions. And, And... at this particular point, there's just some, some, some stuff on the screen, but let it, let it continue real quick. Go ahead. We have told our older parishioners and our parishioners that have pre-existing conditions to stay home. We take everyone's temperature when they come uh, through the doors. We have people uh, use hand sanitizer often. We have refrained from handshaking and hugging until after this pandemic is over. We're maintaining six feet. They would rather come to church and worship like free people than they had live like prisoners in their homes for 22 days now. Could it be? Okay. All right. So here's the thing. That's your, that 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 they they said they were going to try to practice social distancing, but there was a full there was a there was a real church service, and they said they were going to bring hand sanitizer and all that. But we know now that. The virus is airborne. Like you don't necessarily have to hug people to get it, right? And I, I didn't see anybody. I'm pretty sure none of those people were going to wear any kind of protective covering. Which where we are at right now, they have said the CDC has said, yeah, you should be wearing masks when you're out because the droplets when you talk and when you spew them, they linger in the air, and so when you walk through it, whatever. The point is. Not only should you not be in large crowds, you should also be wearing face masks and anything like that. And I don't think anybody in that art in that in that in that piece was gonna wear uh, face mask. You see what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go back to this shit. I'm gonna open up the phone line three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number to dial into the show. Religion. How how do you feel about people? of faith who say what some of the people said in that article right there. If you've got God, you don't have to worry about it. So he's not going to listen to anything. He's not going to listen to the quarantine. He's going to go about his own life. He's going to live and do what he wants to do because he feels like God is going to protect him from this virus. 347-934-0966. That is the number to dial into the show. This is K100 Radio. I'm your host, Blizzum. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Yes, yes, yes. K100, you bad one. All right. I'm going to go back over here to Nish real quick. Nish, hello? Yo. Yeah, I'm here. So Listen. I played the clip. You heard, you heard the clip, right? You heard some of the – and it was, it, was a little, it was longer, but I don't have much time. But, but you heard that. So let me go ahead and let – me, let me, I'm going to start the clock on this conversation right here real quick. All right, Nish. What do you have to say about that? And I got a couple more. I got some new callers on the line. I'm going to come to all of you guys. I see you guys, 850. Angela's still on the line. Uh, Eric Code 857. I'm going to open up the lines. But go ahead. What's your response to that, to that clip I just played? Listen, and I saw the whole thing on the news. I was like, bro, listen, I don't know if it's money motivated or not, but I swear, and I, you know what? I can't quote the Bible. And you also said don't quote the Bible. But the, the Lord loves 
descendants in the foods. So um, those of us who choose to stay home and be safe, the Lord loves us just as well. We have we can have church virtually. We can have church on our own. I can just read and pray and not even have to commune with anybody for 60 days. Everybody believes what they believe. But what I do believe, what I do feel is that you are intentionally putting people in harm's way by inviting them to congregate. And if you're leading them to believe that they still must congregate or in the, or they will miss a blessing, I feel like that is totally wrong. And, you know, I'm not the one to judge, but I really feel like that you should not be in a position of power and be telling people what they need or not to need to do like that. All right. Uh, I pretty much, and there are people, there are going to, there are going to be people who look at this, listen to this now, listen to this podcast, listen to it, whatever, and feel like I'm poking fun at Christians or people who are religious and I'm not. Christianity is my faith, right? Like that's what I was born and raised in. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Far be it from me to be that kind of person, but I just can't allow people to twist that. And some people are commenting right now, like Ike Newton and Wallace and everybody. People are saying it's a difference between spirituality, you know, and, and, and spirituality and, and, and religion. It is a big difference, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just can't, I just can't get. I just feel like there's a lot of black people, again, based on my demographic and based on people who listen to this show and based on people who I just deal with on a more daily basis. There's a lot of black people that are that are that are gonna get their auntie them and their grandmama them sick and, sh- and and cut their life off by a couple of years because they feel like they can pray their way out of this. And I'm not telling you not to pray. I'm not telling you not to pray. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like we've got to exercise common sense. All right, K1 Radio. Um, hold on, Nation. I'm gonna go take a couple more of these calls. All right, stand by. Um, the 850 number was on the line a little bit longer, so I'm going to jump to them. There's an 8132 as well. 850-866. Hello, who's this? Come on, man. This is Pony G, man. Oh, what's going on? What's happening? Shit, yeah, sit here listen to listen to the show, but I'm going to tell you something. Your, your, uh, that one caller that you had, he, he the reason why I called. I was just sitting here listening. I wasn't going to call in, but uh-huh. he, he, I'm telling you, a partner of mine, man. And this is a white dude. Part mm-hmm. of mine say this. Man, y'all be quiet. Part of mine say, man, you know what it is? He say, he said they, he said they shut down. He said they took, they shut down the whole country, man. Took the whole country. Didn't even fire shots. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because you know when they say people, you know what they, yeah, they knew about it. But you know, it was, it was all money thing, man. You know what I'm talking about? That's but 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 I, I watch the news. You know what I'm saying? I got I got XM in, in my car. You feel me? Uh huh. I, I got I. I, I, when I'm listening to my music, this is my playlist, and if I'm listening to the radio, I don't listen for it. I, you know, no, 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 no offense to the, you know, what I'm saying to the mother station, but I listen to CNN, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I go, I go to sleep to it because it's information. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Information right. is key, man. That's your power right there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You feel me? Yep. And, that, and that just was weird, man. You know, they, they, you know, just like with any other epidemic, man. You know what I'm saying? Health. You know what I'm saying? That's what, what, what Buddy was talking about. You feel me? You, you, yeah. When you, when you know it's susceptible to, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You, and it, it, don't be ignorant. That's, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's not an excuse. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You feel me? And, 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 I was just sliding down Palo Alto, and these, these idiots having a, a part. 
Yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying? It was few. It was about a month back. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm like, don't y'all know that you were supposed to congregate in ten? I I count forty. You feel me? Right. I'm gonna throw the deuces up, man. Let y'all party on. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm glad you pushed. I'm glad you pushed. I'm small. I make it way smaller now. Huh? Yeah, I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you pushed. I'm glad you kept it pushing. And that's the other thing that you yeah, said. Yeah. There's, there's, there's information. And, and you know, we, we're from the same hometown. This is my homie from uh, Panama City, Florida, calling in. And we're from the same hometown. And I and I, and I was talking about that same block party that you were talking about. It was crazy. You know, the people were posting up and they were posting the live. Just two weeks, not even two weeks ago, at, in the middle of all of this. And I was just disappointed. I was hurt because I knew a lot of the people in the lives. I need a person that was posting the live personally out there having a good time. And I was just bothered by it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? But... At the end of the day, man, you're right. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mutual, I'm a mutual spoonie. I'm gonna go to the next caller. All right, listen. What I'm saying, what 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 I'm saying is, because <laughs> he brought it up, and I wasn't gonna bring it up, because then people gonna feel like I'm talking about my hometown. I'm not talking about my hometown. I love my hometown. I represent my hometown everywhere I go. I never represented nowhere else, and I've been in Atlanta for 24 years now. Still represent my hometown, but I call it how I see it, and that was just completely complete recklessness that I witnessed at that block party with all those people out there like a week and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? I just It just rubbed, it just ate me so bad. And I was just like, ah, man, I know my family. I got family. I, I saw family that was out there kicking it like blood. And I was just anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. But, but just like just like Spoonie is saying, man, listen. You, you, you know yourself, know your body. And just use and exercise some common sense. All right, I'm going to go to another caller because we have one uh, holding on real quick. Uh, where is that 857 number? I don't see it. But the uh, 612. Hey, make sure you press the number one on the keypad so I know you want to talk to me too as well. Area code 612-310. What up? What's good, man? It's your boy Juice G. Juice G, what's going on, man? Welcome to the discussion, man. We're talking about the coronavirus. Uh, right now, specifically, we're talking about my five minutes for this conversation kind of clicked over, but we're going to keep talking about it, about specifically uh, the role that um, <clears throat> religion has played in the apathy of a lot of people feeling like they can pray their way out of this, and God got them, and they feel like as long as they, they do that, they can, they can they have free will to go about, don't wear a mask, congregate, go to church, and live life because they're going to be protected. Specifically, what do you feel about that part of the uh, issue right now? Well, I, I have nothing against uh, people when it comes to their belief and everything like that, because, you know, we all believe that there's a higher power and stuff like that, but common sense is common sense. You you know off the rip that this, that even though God is is who he is, certain things he's not going to stop from letting happen. The inevitable is going to be the inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Right. This disease is... Once you just once you just told me this shit was airborne because I didn't know it was airborne. Now that it's airborne, man, come on, man, think about it. Be, use common sense. Don't even even certain churches that that I I deal with already knows off the rip. Like, man, I'm not gonna have no uh, no congregation or anything, man. We just gonna keep it vir- uh, virtual. I mean, visual. You know what I'm saying? On online and stuff like that. These churches that 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 want people to come in like that, I feel like it's a money issue, man. That's a money scheme. You be thirsty for yeah. money because now that mo- now that money's not coming in and stuff like that because your congregation is not showing up, stuff is drying up for a lot of these churches and stuff. And now they pushing for these 
for people to come in and risk their life. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm working. I'm what they call an essential worker, and that's kind right. of the same gist of these jobs. You know what I'm saying? If we don't show up, they don't get paid. If people don't show up right. in these churches, they ain't going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's basically what I see what I see it as. Yeah, now, now, and you, and you, and you brought up another point. Don't hang up because you brought up a really good point, and I want to make sure I bring it back to you on that one. So what was your name again? What was your name again? Juice G. Juice G, you remember right, me, yeah. man. You know. Oh, yeah. Juice G. Juice G. I got you, homie. Hold on. I was trying to type your name in so I can know you come back to your line. If you don't hang up, I got your name in the switchboard. So if you don't hang up, okay. I'm going to come back to you. All right? All right. Hey, because you brought, you brought up one real good point that I just got to I gotta, I gotta talk about. Everybody on the air that want to talk about this one point. He brought up a real good point. That I'm a, ooh, I can't even wait to get into that one. I got that one already loaded up in the chamber for y'all. K100 Radio, I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks for tuning into the show. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Juice, you up a real good point. Real good point. But real quick, I'm going to go down to this, uh, eight, uh, I'm gonna go down to this uh, 813 number because they, uh, they were um, on the line real quick. Hold on a second. Uh, 813, then I'm going to go back up to Angela because she's still on the phone too. And then I'm going to hit the reset button. And I'm going to talk to y'all about one other thing, but, but Juice G sparked my um, memory about one other thing I had to bring up about all of this right here that's super important as hell. And he don't even realize how I'm glad he called in. I'm glad he said that because I totally forgot I wanted to bring that point up. I forgot to write it down on the um, on the production sheet. All right, um, Erico, 813-748. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Corey, man. Oh, Corey, what's going on, bro? What's happening, man? Not much, man. Hey, I was going to talk about that religion uh, topic. Um, you know, I, I grew up in the church as well, you know, and my, I had my grandma, she, you know, she's down in Tampa and, you know, I had to sit there and tell her, Hey, look, you got to stay home. Cause you know, she, she's older and she has, uh, health issues too. And that, that's with a lot of the community churches that you see too. There's a lot of old folks in there that, you know, you, you know, a lot of them on the sick and shutting list. So why are they going back to church? You know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing is, that's not faith. That's that's foolishness. And I think every pastor should end up, you know, closing the church down, you know, until this, you know, this pandemic, you know, calms down a little bit because you put yourself in danger. That's not being protected. That's, you know, that's kind of like you putting poison on your food and then trying to say grace. You know what I'm saying? Right. It don't work right. like that. And you know what? Here's here's the thing, and, and 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 it goes back to the question that I asked Nish when she was on earlier, and she and she and she talked about how her company were trying was trying to revamp stuff and change things over, right? Here's my thing: right. I've seen churches already dive into live streaming. See, here's see, it's it's a choice because here's the thing: not all churches are doing this. I know personally two pastors that I literally know, another person that's a pastor's kid, and his church. He actually he's the he's the media director for his 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 father's church. These people had the wherewithal to say, okay, just like uh, uh, Juice G brung up, Corey alluded to it a little bit, and Nish. I'm gonna combine it all into one. Let's say, for instance, you really need the money. All right, church. Some some people have leases on their buildings. Some of these churches, they the, the building ain't all I paid for. You know, they may not have the right insurance to cover this kind of pandemic with people not coming. Well, okay, but. If you've got faithful parishioners and assuming they can afford it, you right now should be trying to – and it sounds like I'm trying to tell you how to get money out of people 
continually in the, in, the, in, the, in the midst of a problem, in the midst of a pandemic. But essentially, if you can live stream, you can set up a cash app. You can set up a PayPal. You can set up a donate button. You can set up a tithing button on your website that literally says to do your tithes, click here, and it pulls up a cash app, PayPal. I mean, here's my thing. Like, even if even if it was just about the money, even if it was the fact that the the, 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 the church needs to get the money, they need the tithes, they need to keep that money coming in to operate, in 2020, we've already got a thousand solutions to that problem, Corey. You feel what I'm saying? So I can't even right. sit here and... and and, and kind of go with it's about the money. Is it about the money? Because if you if it was, I mean, people are on Facebook all day, every day. Everybody got a cell phone. My grandmama got a cell. My, well, my mama got a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? My, my pops had one before he passed. My other pops got a. Everybody got cell phones. You feel what I'm saying? So even if you're a baby boomer, you probably got a cell phone right now. Even if you're in a nursing home, you may have a cell phone. Maybe. Right. I'm just saying, if you're in a nursing home, you probably ain't going to service every Sunday anyway. So my point is. Even the aspect of the money, saying they need the permission of the tithe, they were maybe they are worried about losing their building, which they shouldn't be. We're not talking about morally, where they morally that shouldn't even matter right now. But let's just say that was a concern. All they got to do is set up a donate tithe button on the website, on the Facebook page, to click it, and people can still pay the pay the money. So I can't even <laughs> the money side of it is still just ignorant. I, I and I, I don't know, man. I, I just. It really bothered me. And thank you for calling in, man. I'm glad you had a chance to call in, though. Finally. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll be back, All right. man. All right. Stand by. I got a couple more uh, topics I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to go and grab this. Uh, uh, Angela, I'm going to speak to Angela real quick on this topic. And then we're going to switch it up. Angela, what do you got to say about it? Okay. What I have to say about it is I'm just like you. Um, you know, grew up in a church and all of that good stuff. And I have not stepped foot into a church. I can praise the Lord by the water. I can praise the Lord while I'm walking. I can praise the Lord while I'm in the shower. I don't have to be in church. Everybody who knows anything about God knows that God dwells inside of you. So I think that's sheer ignorance. And you you say you have faith, but you don't you don't have faith because you're not following basic rules. You know, God told us to follow government and listen to our government. So. He made people doctors and scientists for reasons, you know. So my thing is that's the reason why America has over three hundred thousand America has over three hundred thousand cases because of people's ignorance, pretty much. We're the reason why we're number one in the world because Americans feel like they know everything and I'm you can't tell me what to do. We're the land of the brave. We're free. We can do whatever we want. You violated my rights. Those are the that type of thinking is the reason why our numbers steadily are going up, not down. See, China they locked down the entire country. Wuhan was locked down for four months. Them people couldn't go nowhere. Wait a minute. Wait 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Two things. I want to cut you off, but I got to tell you, I got to, I got to bring up two things that you mentioned. I want to cut y'all, but I got to say this because we got to switch to the next topic, Angela. First of all, that last thing you just said, listen, you got to understand, just like China made people stay in the house and said if you come outside, you definitely 100% going to jail and you may come up missing. In North Korea exactly. and in the Philippines, both of, those, both of those leaders of those countries are shooting people dead on sight. If they come outside, if they come outside and, they, and they got the coronavirus, you're going to get murdered, right? Not well, South Korea, they, North Korea is reporting no numbers at all. 
that's because one that's because one of their people went outside that had it. He was a part of the government. He was a high high ranking official. He had a coronavirus. He went to a bathhouse and Kim Jong whatever his name is shot him in the fucking head in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, you. All right, and the guy in the Phil- the president of the Philippines essentially said you're gonna get it in. You're gonna get it to come outside, play play with it if you want to down in the Philippines. We gonna knock you off, and we ain't apologizing to nobody about it. Those countries are not America. China is a communist country. Exactly. I don't even know classify Korea as, but they are with, completely with the shit. We can't expect. Listen, I understand what you're saying, but we can't realistically expect people in America to have the same kind of fear and mind frame that those people in those countries have because those governments are ruthless. They are nothing like America at all. So I, I understand. I, I feel what you're saying, but I would be remiss to say yes. China was able to do it and the Philippines were able to do it. That's because they in America. The same, listen, the same, the same things that we enjoy over here in America, we can't have our cake and eat it too. We want to enjoy all these freedoms. It comes at a cost when shit like this happens. Now the question you got to ask well, yourself the is, government, the, you the give government needs to no, but the government needs to um, go ahead and make an executive order where everybody stays in the house across the U.S. Like, you got 13 states who can include in Florida where I'm at right now, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia, too, but I came to our hometown to get away from corona because it's only 24 cases here. You see what I'm saying? And some of them are not even in the city, but... Okay, you got 13 states that are allowing people to convene to, for church, religious purposes. We got 50 states, okay? It, it, we're the United States. It's time to get united on the coronavirus and everybody stay home. You can't have one state doing this and another state doing that. Like, it's not going to work. Everybody has to do their part and get in the house. And we could praise the Lord, like you said, from Zoom. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> right. both of my churches... My church in Orlando with Pastor Todd Tribbett, we have like 3,000-plus members there at the Holy Land, and we have been doing it via our live streams, which was also available before the pandemic. Right. So let me – all right. Yeah. So you, hold, hold up. So, so you're right. You're right. You are, uh, you are completely 100% right, Angela. Our government – our government, ladies and gentlemen – this is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. K100, you bad Wallace is asking me, are we free? There's levels to, there's levels to everything, Wallace. I'm looking at the Facebook camp. There's levels to everything, bro. Are we free, 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 free? No. We ain't been free since we got here. Plymouth Rock landed on us. As the late great Malcolm would tell you. However, comma, I have traveled overseas. I have been to 12 different countries. What we do over here, some of the stuff that we are allowed to do and afforded to do over here in this country, factual with my own eyes I've seen, would never fly in some of these other countries. And I haven't even been to a communist country like Russia, China. I haven't even been to those. I went to countries that was that were bad. And with nothing like America, but all things being equal, okay, two of them had dictators. But other two, the other ones were, you know, they had stuff, they had freedoms, but there was differences. There was differences, bro. Are we free, free? No, we're not free, free. We black in America. Fuck no. Okay? Listen, I understand that. But 
juxtapose that to some of these other countries, we can't have our cake and eat it too. Like she said, in China, they were able to lock their people down. In Korea, you're getting shot in the fucking head, and so are you going to get shot in the head on site in the Philippines. Because they're not playing. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, we need to force people to stay home. I hear that, and I say that all the time. To a degree. (laughs) To a degree. Do I want to force people? Because then, you start asking yourself, when this is all over, do we live in a police state? Greater than the police state that we already live in? Because it's already bad now. It's bad now. The police have way too much power now in America. Unchecked. We want it to be like worse? Do we? I don't know. But it's a question that we have to ask ourselves when we're saying China was able to do this, that, and the third. Why America can't? Because China ain't America. And them folks don't live the way we live over here. Not making excuses. It should be up. The government shouldn't have to. My point is the government should have to tell your ass to stay home right now. Why do we have to even. Why do we need. El Stupo, El Stupido, that's in charge of the country right now. In fact, let's go ahead and jump into my next subject. While we're on the subject of the government, I had another, um, <laughs> I had another clip loaded up. And my next question that I'm going to pose to everybody in 347-934-0966. This is K1's Radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. This is Points of View. All right. This is our talk segment over here at K1's Radio. We're addressing right now. Everything coronavirus. We've talked about several things. We talked about the apathy of black people, how they feel like they're taking it for a joke, how they took it for a joke at first. All right. We've talked about how religion has played a part and how some people have responded to the quarantine. Several things that we've talked about. You understand what I'm saying? So our talk segment on K1 Radio, and again, if you've never, if you haven't been following K1 Radio from the inception, you understand that this is where we came from. We came from the talk show podcast world, crossed over to the music industry, got really popular over there. But I think it's time for us to go back home. All right? And that's where we at. So we're going to pop it off with our points of view segment, and this is how we start and everything back off to kind of even those scales and get back to our roots from where we started. Our new website, k one Radio, is now updated. We have news articles, contributing writers, things like that. We're still about the music. We're still about the independent artists. We're still about the grind. But we're going to get back to our roots. And so I decided to relaunch Points of View, and we're going to keep this thing pushing. That's where we're at. If you haven't been tuning in, you don't know what's going on because you probably opened up this live. thought you were going to hear some music. Not tonight. All right. So my next question to everybody is this. Our government's role. <laughs> I don't have to necessarily ask you how do you feel about our response because our response is frankly fucking pathetic because we have a moron in charge and I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time I'm not going to spend any time talking about how that moron got in charge you know why you know you didn't go vote because you just don't believe vote matters because Bernie Sanders didn't win you know why you voted for Trump because you were all out fucking racist or maybe you just stupid be that as it may we're here now we got a fucking moron running the country. And now you all are seeing why that wasn't really necessarily a fucking good idea. Wasn't really a good idea to put a reality show host in charge of the fucking country. 
just wasn't fucking smart. Again, did you vote? Who did you vote for? Anyway, before I go all the way off into a tangent on you bastards about that, let's just go ahead and play this clip real quick of El Stupido at a press conference. And my question is going to be back when I come back to the phone lines is, <laughs> do you have any, any faith whatsoever in our government to lead us through any of this shit? Check this out. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. President Trump wants Americans to take an existing drug to fight coronavirus, but as Ben Tracy reports, his advice contradicts Dr. Anthony Fauci and other top scientists who say we simply don't know if it's the right medicine. We don't have time. We don't have two hours because there are people dying right now. In a last-minute news conference Sunday night, President Trump repeated that doctors should use the drug hydroxychloroquine, which is not yet proven to treat coronavirus. They should do it. What really do we have to lose? Dr. Anthony Fauci has called the drug's effectiveness anecdotal. I don't think we could definitively say it works. Over the weekend, Fauci reportedly clashed with the president's economic advisor, Peter Navarro, who said the drug works. The president stepped in when Fauci was asked about the drug at the briefing. You don't have to ask he's, he's your medical expert, correct? He's answered that question 15 times. The president says the federal government has now stockpiled 29 million doses of the drug. What do I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I have common sense. Mr. Trump also dismissed questions about a report that the U.S. waited two months after the coronavirus outbreak was obvious in China to stock up on critical medical supplies. FEMA, the military, what they've done is a miracle. Meanwhile, the former captain of the nuclear aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt, which is suffering a coronavirus outbreak, has now reportedly tested positive and is in quarantine on Guam. Captain Brett Crocher was fired by the Navy after a letter he wrote to Navy leaders about the situation on his ship was leaked to the media. He was given a hero's goodbye you from are you to the K100 Radio, Hip-Hop, right. and R&B. K100, you bad All right. So, here we are in the middle of a serious situation, a global pandemic. Uh, we've got a reality, sto- we've got a reality show uh, star running the country. A guy who was lauded for his business practices, but everybody ignored the fact that he filed bankruptcy multiple times, got sued for having a fake-ass fucking university. No, 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 that's, 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 forget all of that. He was supposed to be a whiz with the economy. Well, six million people had to file for unemployment in the midst of all this. Now, you're going to tell me, hey, it wasn't his fault. It's a virus. What was he supposed to do? I don't know. People eating bats in China. I don't know how it happened, fam. But it ain't his fault. Even if the virus is not his fault, his response to the virus is totally on him. And we've had multiple reports, facts, that this moron essentially called it a hoax. He can backtrack all he wants to, fam. 
He fucking calls this shit a hoax. He said the news outlets that were reporting on it were reporting fake news when they were trying to warn his stupid ass about it. My question to you. Our response as a country, our leadership to this, where are you at with it? Does it make you want to at least fucking care about voting? Oh, by the way, state and local elections fucking matter. Because this idiot is leaving it up to the state. Angela brought up the fact that we need a federal response. Well, we don't have leadership at the federal level. So let's leave it up to the state. Well, nobody will ever fucking votes in state and local elections. So now you got mayors and governors making decisions. A lot of people don't even know who they fuck they who their mayor is if you're in a if you ain't in I know who I I know who the mayor of I actually live and reside in my home is in Stockbridge, Georgia. I know who the hell the mayor is here too. I voted in the local elections. Although, because I live in Metro Atlanta, everybody thinks Keisha Lance Bottoms has something to do with my fucking neighborhood, and she don't, because she's the fucking mayor of Atlanta. And Atlanta, even though it's 15 minutes down the street from me, and I do all my business in Atlanta, and when I say I'm going home, where you going back? I'm going back to Atlanta, I'm going back to the A, because I be in the A. But I live in Stockbridge, which has a completely separate mayor and city council. And commission. Do you even know who in the hell your commissioners and mayors are? Did you vote in your state elections? Because now you're realizing just how fucking much that shit matters. All right, I'm going back over to Nish. Nish, what's up? Yo, what's up? Uh, where do you stand on our government's response to this shit show? Go ahead. Um, frankly, they don't know how to respond. Um, and I think it's troublesome when someone has more of an ego than a listening ear. So everything that's coming out is based on, um, him wanting to control the narrative as if he's a producer of a show. And that's unfortunate. Um, but it does, like you mentioned, extend down to the local level where, um, people in office all across the nation haven't experience nobody's experienced anything like this before and they certainly weren't all of them weren't in office back in 2008 when we had a financial crisis so it's very tough to say let me jump ahead because you're trying to follow but at the same time you don't want to stall your economy of your you know what the fed what the federal government does may not have an impact on what happens in stockbridge georgia right so your mayor of your town if they were to shutter stuff before the federal government did, it would be it take even longer for for your city to uh, to recover. So it's kind of like a chicken and an egg, right? You don't want to, as a local leader, you don't want to make a decision and pull the trigger too fast if you ain't got that federal backing ready. Um, so that you know, if the president calls an emergency, then your state, your city can call an emergency. I think it's slow all the way around because people just don't know what to do. And nobody wants to be first to fall on the sword. And that's unfortunate because you chose your position and asked people to vote for you, to believe in you and trust in you, the word that I used earlier that sucks. But here it is. If you up in there, 
you're a general, right? If you're going to go down with the troops, you're going to go down with the troops. You're going to stand out front, whatever. Um, that's the position you chose. So leave first, man. Do like some of these other people do and make those hard decisions. That's what that's what you're supposed to do. That's how I feel. Yeah. And shout out to that and shout out to that Navy captain who felt exactly how you felt and fell on this sword. And you know what? He didn't even he didn't even cut his own throat. He just said, I'm gonna stick the sword right here and I'm gonna lean over a little bit. And all mm-hmm. I'm gonna do is send an email to my superiors. I don't know if I should lean all the way over and let the sword impale me. But I'm going to stick it right here because by sending this email, not to the media, because people are saying he sent the email to the media. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. He sent it to 20 people, and all of them were part of his chain of command. How the email got to the media, I don't know. He said several times, I didn't send it. I didn't CC a blind copy, anybody in the media. I sent it to my chain of command. Oh, I didn't use a, he didn't use a secure server. Okay, whatever. Anyway, whatever. So the point was, all he did, but the, but the very main point is he asked for help. Because it was, and now he has a coronavirus, by the way. So, like you said, lead. You're going to be a leader? You're going to be willing to follow your sword? That's what leadership is. That's why that man's crew was cheering him when he walked off the gangway. Yeah. Navy people know what the gangway is. The gangway is the part when you walk off the ship and you're going down to the dock. <laughs> That's when he walked off the gangway and the people were cheering him. The crew was cheering him. He was willing to fight. That's what leadership is. We have a fucking buffoon in front in, in, in charge of, of, the, of the country. By all rights, I feel like, honestly, I got to say he's a punk. And I want to use the other word that starts with a P and ends with a Y. I'm trying to keep Mm-mm. it as clean as I possibly can. I'm failing miserably at it. But I'm doing the best I can, Nish. Although I've said some cuss words, but I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the point is this. What you said rings true. If you're a leader, that's what you're going to do. You're going to make the right decision. All right? Yep. And you're going to say, win, lose, or draw, right or wrong, I'm going to pull the trigger on this because, I'm the, because I said so. I'm not going to delegate the fate of the country, the fate of the health of millions of people to, to mayors because I'm too scared to be wrong because I'm always, yeah. almost always wrong anyway. Right. I totally agree with what you said, Nish. <laughs> Stand by, Nish, all right? Yep. All right. Area code 281. What's up? This is K1's Radio. Who's this? Area code 281-901. Hello? Hello, hello. All right. I'm going to go to the next one. He kind of must have set the phone down. I'm going to go up to uh, Juice G again. Hey, Juice G. What do you feel about our government's yo, yo. response to all? What do you feel about our government's response to all of this shit, bro? It's kind of fucking hilarious, to be honest, because it seems like everybody's running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. This is a this is something nobody has ever dealt with before. I mean, but at the end of the day, like Shorty said, you signed up for this position. And there's going to be some t- tough calls to make. Now, he's, I feel like he's so used to, um, Trump's so used to call, making these damn dumbass calls based on business aspects and not understanding, man, you're dealing with people's lives out here. So it's a whole different, a whole different motherfucking ball game and stuff. You're not, you're not, you're not equipped for this type of decision making. 
business wise, maybe. Even though you've fucked up quite a few times, though, you still got some, yeah. some, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, and stuff. listen, I disagree with the fact that pe- I, I, I hate it. I hate it when people, when he was running for president, how people will always say he's a good businessman. You idiot! And this goes all the way back to my first point at the beginning of the show about basic information that's out here. He is not a good businessman. He's been sued so many times. He's got several businesses that filed bankruptcy. How? How? Who said he was a good businessman? What makes him a good? Because his daddy was rich and was able to leave. No, because the, fact, the fact that he's on TV and stuff. This this apprentice what? show kind of put his ass on a fucking play, uh, a pedestal for a lot of these motherfuckers. So they think that he knows what he's doing. He really don't know what he's doing, man. Because this, like I said, this is a different ball game, man. This is just not business. This is people's lives. And stuff like that. That we we not at six six hundred uh, six million people filing uh, unemployment now. We had a ten, bro. We had a ten million right now. This yeah, I was, don't know I, what he's doing. Yeah, I I just based that on the last the last report that I saw when they did the the last official numbers when they did it for the week was six point six was six it was like six million. Right. So I'm pretty sure we're more yeah. than that. But the last official data that they pulled down was six something, and I shared that particular, and they have it. I'm pretty. I know it's more than that. It's definitely more than that. But I was. I when I, for for this for this kind of show, I try to stick to the facts because people want to come on here, right? Like that. They they, they they gonna want to debate me, and I'm gonna have to have facts. You know what I'm saying? Right, like I gotta right. have. I gotta I gotta cite the numbers that I that I can actually go back real quick and prove. But I'm I'm with you. I know it's more than six million. You feel what I'm saying? It's yeah, way but, more than six. Million. But buddy, but official, but like yeah, I said. Yeah. Buddy don't know he don't like he he's not understanding the severity of, of people's lives and stuff like that. He really he really not understanding that. So like I said, this business the business mindset, this is not it, bro. This is people's lives and stuff like that. You really gotta make a, a serious call to to straighten this shit out as best as possible, man. This is not a t- this is not T V. Fuck the fuck the media, fuck everything about it, man. Excuse my language, but you gotta this is a this is a whole different motherfucking aspect of life. You gotta yeah. really put your foot down right now, G. Yeah, you got to. All right, let me go to Angela real quick, and then um, I'm gonna try. I'll try to go back to that two eight one number. Angela, what do you got to say about our leadership in all of this at this particular point? Um, um, I just think our leadership could definitely be doing a better job. Um, and they need to quit giving out so much misinformation. At one point, you tell the entire United States of America not to wear a mask, and then the <laughs> next following week, you tell the entire United States of America everyone needs a mask. Like, get your, you know, research correct. Get your facts straight before you announce different things. Just like um, our president told everybody to take, um, what is it called, chlorophyll? I don't even and, care. What um, he didn't get that. He didn't even get that from a doctor. He told. He came on national TV, told somebody to take something that he had no idea what it would do, and this guy and they took it, took it and and, and, and believed him. He died. And he died. And his wife was almost killed. Exactly. Listen, exactly. Yeah, sure. His wife was in the hospital, and her she lost her husband behind misinformation. So I think that the United States of America is doing a horrible job at trying to fight coronavirus. Why are we, why did we, you know, was only number 10 and now we're number one? You see what I'm saying? Now, I commend the healthcare workers. I think they're doing a tremendous job 
all of our nurses and doctors because even though we have the the highest amount of COVID patients, we have over 300,000, our death rates are only at 10,000, which is a phenomenal. Um, so I, I say kudos to all the healthcare workers. Um, Shouts out to my sister and brother who are also frontline registered nurses, um, putting their life on the line to save people and keep people healthy. But I think our government definitely should, you know, follow the lead of China. Go ahead and press, pressure wash the the the, the, the city streets. Um, put the people who working at these restaurants and different offices that are essential in hazmat suits and give them the proper proper gear um, that they need to keep themselves safe. You know, we can learn a lot from the Chinese and the reason why they was able to to um, flatten the curve ahead of time. Now, mm. it started over there, so I understand that we're getting, you know, the tail end of it because it started over there. So, of course, their curve already flattened. And I also don't believe that they gave out all their numbers correctly. Like, I don't believe they reported all their numbers correctly. Why would they? Why would they? Why would they? Because they, they, they hid, they hid they don't have for, like, two months. Yeah, they don't have to do that. You know, China, China so, is a communist country. They don't – listen, let's, let's just – listen. Let's let's be clear about something, and and the naivety of fuck, of some people is just astounding to me. Why, why would why would China China Russia any country of the sort willingly openly to share information even in the epidemic? What are that? Why they don't have to, we, the U.S. We, we we engage in espionage and spying on each other at all levels. All right, we 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 slick, we were sticking a cold war for a whole for a long time with these people. So I mean. Just, just to think that just because this is an epidemic and all of a sudden it's affecting us, it's really silly for us to be like, China should have told us. China don't owe us shit. They China. The exactly. Trade, the, trade, the trade is uneven. Why, why, do, why do people sit around here and think China owes the U.S. the truth? Why? Why? What do we ever do? And, I, and I don't believe that. I, I don't believe it. I'm with you. They they don't own us the truth, and I don't believe they're telling us the truth about everything. I would they? not even. And um, <laughs> you know, our government um, like you know they they're outsourcing everything. A lot of our gloves and masks are stuck over there in China. Let's be real, because they didn't want anything imported in, from China, and that's where most of our manufacturers are. So I believe the reason why they have all the equipment that they need because they're using a lot of the stuff that belongs to American companies right now. That's that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, and 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 I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna put you on mute right now. I'm gonna go to the next subject. And listen, you want to really talk about this country? And I'm gonna end it on this. You want to talk about why we can't manufacture our own stuff? You want to talk about why? Well, you got to go back a couple of elections, fam. Before Obama? Hell, shit. Probably before Bush. What was that trade? What was that, what was that one? Yeah, it was before Obama, before probably Bush, the two, Bush two. I think it was maybe, maybe it might have been, it might have been on Clinton. Whatever year that was, I was actually, I don't want to talk out of talk and, and, and not be specific and right. But anyway, we basically, when we started shipping jobs and manufacturing jobs overseas and importing everything from China because it's a communist country and they can work their people like dogs and pay them shit and get away with it. Once we did that, when some shit hits the fan, 
and all of a sudden we need to make masks? Well, then all of a sudden you have your president grandstanding, going back and forth, beefing with other companies who wasn't who who don't feel like they need to rush to retrofit their manufacturing lines. You know what I'm saying? To to, to fit what it is the president feels like he wants them to do because they're private entities. I can go on and on about that, but that's a little too deep. Next subject. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R&B. Alright. This is the one that Juice G reminded me about, and I got one other one after this. Two, but I don't think I'm going to get to that other one. But let me just pop my break. I got one that I want to talk about, and it's going to pose a moral question to you guys. Morally, where do you feel about this next question? But this question right here, Juice G reminded me that I wanted to talk about this. And I guess it may be so. Maybe this is the question of morals, too. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody on Instagram says, why is because the country was built on stealing and abuse? Actually, stealing genocide and slavery, to be specific, but I understand your point. Um, riding on the great cultures of others. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Touche. Uh, ice Cream 56. So, I agree with Ice Cream 56, except he didn't get specific enough for me. When you say the country is built on something, never, ever leave out genocide and slavery. Because we wouldn't be here without good old genocide and slavery. Now, would we? Of course we wouldn't. All right. So, um, the essential workers, the essential personnel, there are people right now making decisions to basically don't, 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 don't beat me up here. Just, just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. Don't beat me up. There are people who are not, we're, we're not in slavery. We are nothing. We are not going through anything like our ancestors. However, comma, there was, there was a point, a basic, basic principle that you can take from slavery and put it over to 2020 with all of this. And it's this. Slavery, you had a decision to make. You can continue to be a slave. In order to live and survive, or you could revolt and try to kill the slave master and probably get killed. You could try to run away, probably get killed. You could have been one of the ones that jumped off the side of the boat in the middle passage rather than uh, live in bondage. What was the line <laughs> from uh, uh, the line from Black Panther? I wish I had that right now as a clip loaded up because I can't remember it word for word right now. But basically, Instead of living in bondage, you know the, the classic line Michael B. Jordan gave when he got stabbed. It was, it was a rap, the climatic point of the movie, right? When Killmonger gets killed, nah. Bury me with my bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. They had a they had a basic choice, and many of them, because I'm here today, because some of them decided to. Live through all that. And I love him for it dearly. Never met him, still love him. Because I wouldn't be here if everybody decided, fuck that, I'd rather die. Basic question. We have essential workers right now 
that are basically making a decision to put themselves willingly in harm's way because you do not have to go to, let's be clear, you do not have to go to work. If you are an essential personnel, if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, postal worker, a uh, uh, utility worker, food supply person, working to grow, you don't have to do a damn thing. You can quit. In a job, in this, you can quit. That's the difference between now and slavery. You can quit. See, they couldn't quit. It, the, the punishment of quitting was death. But essentially, the choice was, you can quit. We're going to kill you. Your life is going to be quit. The choice now is, you can quit, but you're going to be broke. Your life is going to be nothing like slavery, but equivalent to two, in 2020, you could, in, you could be broke. You could lose your you could you could lose where you're living at. Um, you could you could go broke. You could not be able to provide for your kids. You could end up homeless. Being homeless is dangerous. You could put your kids and your kids could end up in foster care, in a homeless shelter. You could put your family in harm's way. You're making a decision right now if you're an essential person to say I'm willing to risk my life to go out and deal with this virus. Because you could just say I'd rather quit and just stay at home and shelter in place. Like the uh, mayor, governor, whatever said to you. But you're not. So my question is this. If right now you're deemed an essential worker. And you have to go to work. And you're essentially working around a dangerous situation where you may be exposed daily to people with coronavirus. Healthcare professionals, policemen, whatever. A lot of cops are dying. A lot of cops are dying. A lot of nurses are dying. A lot of doctors are dying. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Do you do you feel like? Because at, at this particular point, there's a lot of professions where you're essentially saying, "I'm literally," and cops go out and risk their lives, and people, but nurses and doctors. Don't really feel like they risk their lives per se on a daily basis. People work in the cashier's line at Walmart for damn near minimum wage. Now you got to go out and deal every day and hand in hand transaction with a pandemic going well. Are they paying you enough for that at this point? What do you think? Essential personnel should they be willing to risk their life? To keep this economy going Because that's what they're doing it for Or is it because of their families But Live another day Maybe you Don't go to work And maybe you get fired But you live another day You're putting your life on the line right now To survive A lot of essential workers are Our government isn't providing us with PPE Protective gear A lot of the jobs Private industries are not providing them With the gear What you think? 347-934-0966. Wifey's on the um, feed. She says, bury her in the ocean with the ancestors and that jumped from the ship because they knew death was better than bondage. She came through in the clutch. Thank you, baby. She made sure I got that quote right. Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. Nah, let me do it. Let me act it. Nah. Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. 
bury me in the ocean with my ass down. Hold on, let me get the line. That jumped from the ship. Cause they knew death was better than bondage. That Killmonger scene. That's the line. She made sure I had it right. Thank you, baby. 347-934-0966. Let's go to the phone lines. Essential workers. Is it worth it? Should they be risking their lives for us? Why don't they quit? Why don't they quit? Nish, what you got to say about that? Woo. I think I'm the wrong person to ask. You know, it's easy to say quit. I've never been in, no, I have been an essential worker once. Um, Did I want to quit? No. But um, there's a lot of factors to weigh, right? Like, what's my home situation looking like? Can I go and get another job right away if I don't have a background to do something? I mean, sometimes you got to make a decision that's hard. You might want to be like, heck, no, I want to stay home. But at the end of the day, you need something. Um, you need to make a uh, make a living, so you got to make a hard decision. I think so. It's a that's a tough one for me. <laughs> so so I I don't know. I you know what do you think you would do? What do you think you would do? What would you do if you were a nurse? What would you do? What do you think? What do you honestly now Ooh. honestly think you would do? What would you do? Um. Yeah. So. People think I'm heartless, but I think I have a little bit of compassion hidden down somewhere deep. I, it would be tough for me to walk away to know that um, there's such a shortage of people and I can't help. I can't be a part of it. I would be concerned for my, my safety. I'd be concerned for my, my family. Heck, heck, yeah. I think it would just be hard for me to walk away um, knowing that I can't help do something. Yeah, that's why I say it's a tough one, man. I, sometimes I can be cutthroat, but that – that's hard. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree. I'm a person there, by the way. I go to work every day and risk my life. Thank you, Bass. Yeah. K100, you bastard. You bastard. You bastard. <laughs> I am, actually. Yeah. That's why I said my life. That's why I started the show off saying my life really hasn't changed much. Uh, yeah. Stand by. She doesn't. She, she yeah. likes. This, this believes that she would do the right thing and she would go, but. Yeah, I don't know how sure she sounded on that one. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. All right, stand by. All right. Uh, it's a tough question. It's one that I wanted to pose, and I, I, I completely forgot about, you know, that I wanted to pose that question. Um, area code 860 Hello? All right. Hello? Hello, what's up? Who's this? This is Wallace, man. What's up? How you doing, my man? What's going on, brother? Glad you got a chance to call in. Go ahead. What you got to say? Speak your piece. You a your personnel, right? That too, but okay, we both we both military veterans, right? Right. And if you think about it, we had to do our job no matter what we thought about our job. If we didn't disagree with it, if you was the sergeant, you know the lance corporal, because I'm a Marine. If you was the guy on the bottom, you had to do what you was told rather than do what you felt was right or wrong. A lot of this is do what you told or we can get the next man to do it at the bottom of the total pole. A lot of people out there who don't have jobs need this job, need money. Everything is based on your circumstance. If you're well enough to stay away, stay away. But if you're not, they can squeeze you because somebody else will come in. I'm a manager at my job. I worked for Sprint, but now we're switching over to T-Mobile. 
So I go on Saturday. They care enough to at least not put us in harm's way. But there are other people who are in harm's way. It's not fair, but, hey, that's that's been the whole thing since jump. You know, get them people with them college degrees, the people at the top of the totem pole, you know, uh, making all that money. Then they say, okay, this guy making too much money. We cut him loose to get the young blood in there. It's an ending cycle. Some, somebody is always willing to take your place no matter how things are bad and how good things are in every situation. Somebody waiting in the wings. So at the end of the day, what you're saying is a person should, because there, there are people who may feel like, well, let them have it. Because I mean, let let that, let that young person have it. If it, if it, if 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 I go out and I'm fifty something years old and I'm working at a job and I'm a manager and I got asthma or I got high blood, you know what I'm saying? If I get coronavirus, it's a good chance better than most that I'm gonna die. So at that point, the decision is: Are you willing to put your life on the line for some for some goddamn cell phones? Essentially, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, you know. We put we put our life on the lines every day with every every situation. We going outside. I mean, there's warfares that it might not be in our face, but there's there was never ending battles when we ride on the highways. There's there's you know crooked cops. You know you live in a certain town. There's gang members. You it, every day is, is war. Some of us are great at avoiding those war situations, even though I shouldn't use war. But, you know, it's like they say, it's a jungle out here. You know, you have to survive. You have to get in where you fit in with a lot of this stuff. It's sad to say, you know, we should all sit at home and they should pay us. But they got to make their cut, too. You know, the guys that, like, I think, I forgot who said it. The people at the top make the rules, and the people at the bottom either follow them or step aside. It's it's sad, but that's, that's the reality of everything, you know. Unless you own your own, even if you I ask people who own their own stuff, a lot of times they say, hey, can they take that away from you if something go down? They're like, oh, they can't take it away. I own my own business. I own this. And I'm like, okay, can, are you sure that they can't take that away from you? Because you know no, there's always that one taking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, no. Even business right. owners, I mean, listen, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. I know people who own businesses, and they're the owners, but they're feeling it right now. There's a lot of right. I know a lot of people who are who are applying for that SBA loan right now who need it. You know what I'm saying? Because even right. though you're a business, you you're still you're still subject to the uh, the terms of the overall economy. All right, Wallace, thank you, man. I'm gonna go to the next call. All right, I'm glad you got it, had a chance to call in. All right, hang on if you all can. Right, all, right. all right, stand by. All right, so. Uh, I'm going to go back up to Juice G, then I'm going to hit Angela again. Juice G. So, yeah, you basically reminded me yo, I, yo. I, had to, I, had to, I had to definitely ask this question. Go ahead and chime in. Well, I am an official worker. I definitely am. I work for the state um, driving uh, city buses for the state, so I am an official worker. My, one thing I can say about my job so far is that um, they're, taking, they're trying to take measures and preventing um uh well to keep the social distancing thing going on, you know what I'm saying? They really taking mad mess measures to get that social distancing going and stuff like that. Like some like when we doing routes and stuff, instead of letting the people come in through the front door, they're letting them come in through the back. But once again, just like Buddy said, 
if we don't go to work, we can easily be replaced and stuff like that. And some people like me, myself, I can't afford to say, you know what, man, forget y'all, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to come to work with all this mm-hmm. stuff going on. I can't do that stuff because once the money dry up at my home, I'm the only source of income. Right. So if I don't go to work, my kids don't eat. My family is not going to eat. Right. So that's that is a that's a hard pill to swallow. And right now, I'm like, well, shit. If I I feel like I'm healthy enough, I feel like I'm pretty healthy to. to if I do run into that uh, situation where I end up catching the the virus, that uh-huh. I I believe that God is going to help me fight this battle and stuff like that. But I'd be damned if I break. I, that's that's a hard pill to swallow. If I catch that and end up bringing that stuff home to my kid. That's another thing you have to deal about. That's that's the part to understand. Like, like, here's, 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 and and my wife, she's actually on the the live feed and she's talking about the fact that she's an essential worker and uh, they're not paying her enough and I feel like they don't. I live in the same house with this woman. I know they're not. You know what I'm saying? And they're short on supplies and things like that. So we have two daughters in our home. Uh, one of them is actually over away at college, but she was just home for her birthday. I have another daughter who has asthma. Just had to go get a, a refill on in, on her inhaler. So we have to pose the question to ourselves. And it and 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 what we're doing right now is, I'm not I'm not talking down on any essential worker because essentially that's what I'm doing too. And so is my wife. She's going to work, right. risking her life, but also risking the lives of our kids to provide for those very kids because we're not rich. You know, we're not the poorest right. people, but rich. You know what I'm saying? So we still need income because we, you know, it, it can hit the fan. And, and as a man, I've made sure that we'll be okay for a little while, but I can't go a year without working. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, exactly. Shit. Or maybe after that, at that year point, I can finesse a lot of stuff, but at that year, or, or I, I, could, I, could, I could also just stop paying bills and we could last much longer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could, I could, I could sit back and say, well, I'm not paying the mortgage and I'm not paying the utilities because they both said they're not going to be cut off. You know what I'm saying? If you don't pay the bills, if you don't pay the bills, that shit going to add up on you. They going to want their money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And credit cards, at this particular point, I got to tell you that as 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 a head of a household, I've already said if that was to ever come down, the last motherfuckers I'm paying the credit cards. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like exactly. Exactly. how the fuck you live you know what i'm saying i that they're the last people i pay but you know we've been fortunate enough and it's crazy because like i started to show off and i said my life hasn't really changed much except for the fact i can't go places but that's because we're considered essential people so we're still working and so my i'm still able to function i'm still able to pay my bills and everything i'm actually saving fucking money i got more money now because i can't go anywhere and blow it juice g i can't go Right. Screw off, throw off my money. I'm not going to events every other day. I'm at home. I'm not eating out as much. I'm actually making more money and saving more money right now during this whole thing. That's what's kind of crazy. But that's just my personal situation. It doesn't reflect on everybody. That's but I wanted to post out about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's wanted to post out about it. Yeah, I want. I wanted to pose a question to people who 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 have to go in. Like you realize you kind of slick sort of risking your life to provide for your family. Much like our ancestors did, it's not the same level. So don't people don't be like this nigga comparing this shit to slavery. No, I'm not. Damn it. No, no, no. I'm just that's far from the point. Very, That's far yeah, from on, it. Yeah, on a very basic level, 
We are essentially putting our lives on the line for money to provide when we could all quit because we, we could. And, and even if I have to, even if I was to go broke and lose everything, I'm only 40 something years old. If, if this goes by the wayside and passes and goes away and then next year I could go out, get another job. I'm a skilled person. I got a skill set. I could, I could, I, I own a business. Maybe anything could happen. I could, I, I could hit rock bottom and come back up. I've done it before. You know what I'm saying? So essentially right now, I'm just kind of playing it as though, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like you and I'm just like a lot of people. And I just want, I want to bring that up. You know what I'm saying? about Just imagine if, if we did together and everybody just quit all these companies and stuff. And do you understand how much of a collapse this economy, this economy would have if that was to actually happen? So to, be, to think about it, it's kind of like uh, Catch-22 with that whole situation. Cause uh-huh. we, they need us just as much as we need them. And if we all band together and just say fuck it, we're not coming to work until all this shit is cleared up. All this, this whole economy will just go to shit. Completely. Yeah, but then we have to, we have to go back to what Wallace said. Not only are the people who are working now would have to agree, it's the guy that's standing in line waiting behind you saying, "Shit, exactly. I need to right now." All them, and they ain't gonna say that because they broke right now. Right now they doing bad, so they are gonna take whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even, even even if all the people walk out to Walmart's and all, at the end of the day, there's so many. There's six point six million people that we know of that just found unemployed. You think exactly. those people right now be ready to drive a bus, deliver mail, answer the phones at a at a at a at a at a, at a, at a clinic or whatever? Somebody will replace mm-hmm. you. They'll find somebody to replace you, especially Quick. in these right now. Right. So listen, thank you for uh, bringing it up, man. I want to. I want to. We're, we're essential, but at the same time, we're expendable. Always, always, and that's the American way. All right, stand by. <laughs> one more. I'm gonna let Angela speak. Angela, I'm gonna let you chime in on this one, and then we gotta wrap it up. It's coming on on ten o'clock right now. Oh. God damn it. I'm, I'm okay. Go ahead, Angela. All right. What's your question? About the essential personnel. Talk about essential you- workers. Oh. Yeah, do you feel like do you feel like it's worth it for them to be putting their lives on the line right now? Make it quick because we only got a couple of minutes. Um, without the essential workers, our economy would falter. Is it worth it putting your life on the line? Somebody has to do it, and a lot of these people signed up for oaths, like firemen, police officers, military, nurses, doctors. They actually do oaths, and a lot of the oaths are centered around God and they vow to protect the lives of citizens and they're the first responders. So a lot of these people take that very seriously. Now, as far as the people who are making the food and working at the grocery stores, I think they should be paying these people triple the amount. If they're going to ask them to risk their lives, give them hazardous pay, give them a bonus. Um, uh, double their income hourly. You see what I'm saying? Make it worth their while if they're going to risk their right. income. Give them a special life insurance policy. If you work in for Walmart, a, a, a billion dollar company, one of our richest corporations in America, and you pass away from COVID-19 because you working for them, they should be giving the family, you know, uh, some type of life insurance policy. Yeah, it's yeah, it should be some things in 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 order for the the essential workers. Which yeah. I know Amazon, they're now paying like seventeen dollars an hour 
But I also know a lot of people um, up north in New Jersey for Instacart and Amazon went on strike at the um, Amazon wholesale facility. So right, they yeah. simply said someone had already caught COVID-19 and that they wasn't providing them with the proper gear to go in and work, and they working in a warehouse where it's hard to do social distancing. Yep, it's, and, so, that's, and all true. We, we shared that same article on K1's radio. All right, I got to get ready to wrap this up. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's coming up on 10 o'clock. All right, it's, it's coming up on 10 o'clock, man. Those, those two hours went by. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. K100, you bad you bad Here's my thing, and I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. I had one other thing I wanted to talk about, man, and I just wanted to rant about. And I'll just go ahead because I had a whole other uh, news clip for it and everything, man. I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but it's something that's kind of near and dear to me, man. And, um, you know, but I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. So the essential worker question was one because, you know, in, my, in this household, we're still working. And uh, we're, what, we're, you know, we're what's called essential workers. And um, like I said, when I started the show, my life hasn't changed too much uh, because of that. Uh, and in the same breath where I'm like, Wow, I'm kind of I'm kind of risking my life for what? Well, I, for what? As I sit here and look around for a lot, you know what I'm saying? And and, and I understand people who feel the same way. But uh, Angela brought up a really good point. Uh, the compensation is definitely unfair. Hazardous pay should be definitely, not, you know, again, if we had real leaders, real leaders that would force these companies and say, listen, you're going to give these people a raise in salary. Or we're going to tax your ass so high when this is over, you're going to lose all that money anyway. So I'm going I'm to raise the taxes up on your ass to 40% if you don't pay these people right now. You know what I'm saying? And so after all this is over, you still won't be sitting back getting all the bucks. I'm going to knock you across the head one way or the other. That's what a real leader would do that cares. But we have a, a jackass as a, as a commander-in-chief. And so obviously that's not going to happen. All right? But I think there is ways... There are, there are ways that we could definitely be doing more to compensate those financially. And even from a level like um, Angela brought up a, a really good point. Give them an insurance policy, fam. Throw an insurance policy on there for the low. If they die, family getting 200 bands because they working at Walmart doing a damn pandemic so you can eat. Fuck that. 200 bands. Easy. This person dies because they're working at Walmart trying to make sure everybody eats. I bet I'll, I'll bet with those insurance policies hanging over everybody's head. I bet everybody start taking this a lot more serious and start making sure everybody got protective gear because they don't want to pay that. The insurance, they don't want to pay that. That's a really good idea. We'll never see it happen in America. All right, this is K100 Radio. Thanks to everybody for watching uh, this uh, this segment of Points of View. I appreciate it. Uh, the replay of this, of course, obviously, will be posted on our podcast, uh, also on our um, you, on our YouTube channel, uh, also on um, well, SoundCloud as well, and also on our website, on K100Radio.com, where a lot of the stuff that we talked about tonight, you can find articles and updates and stuff about a lot of the stuff that we talked about that we share on K100Radio.com. Go to our website, K100Radio.com. Check it out, man. Like I said, if you haven't been over there in a while, it's revamped. We got new stuff going on, so I want you to check it out. Also, tomorrow I'm going to be, uh, you know, doing a podcast tomorrow. I want to bring, um, uh, where's oh, Nish is going? I'll be doing a podcast tomorrow. She was on the line, but I'm doing this podcast that she's in charge of tomorrow. So uh, 
I'm going to be a, a guest on that particular podcast that she's uh, in charge of over there that she's uh, hooked me up with. So tomorrow, uh, that's supposed to be live at like 6 o'clock. Uh, I'll share the information on that uh, for me when I come on the air and talk about uh, just different things about what's going on in K1's radio. And I was invited over there to be a guest on that. So you guys, uh, make sure you tune in for that. Of course, Illa Kill is back this Wednesday. Uh, so this Wednesday, we'll be live for another segment of Illa Kill on K1's radio. Uh, I appreciate everybody who... Uh, chimed in, who, who checked out this uh, uh, segment. I know that the numbers are not going to do what Illakil do, Illakil does right now. But before Illakil was even conceived, we did. We used to have. I've had a. I had a hundred people on the phone line at one point back in the day, <laughs> like literally, almost a hundred people on our phone lines when we first started doing this talking. It used to be really wild. I want to get back to that. I want. I want. And, and we didn't even have Facebook Live and Instagram Live back then. So I just want to get back to the roots of what we do. So points of, points of view is not going anywhere every Monday. Um, I, at some point, I don't know if I'll ever be able to expand it to like I used to do when I was doing like two days a week. But right now, Mondays at 8 o'clock is going to be the set time for points of view. And uh, we're going to be talking about everything up under the sun. So I hope you guys come back. I hope you guys share this. Uh, if you missed any parts of this, remember, it's on the podcast. It's on the YouTube channel, SoundCloud. And you can find it on K100Radio.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to K1's Radio. This is another segment of Points of, uh, points of View, and um, we'll be back next week for this. We'll have a ton of stuff to talk about. We may still be talking about some coronavirus stuff, but maybe some, some uh, two of the topics that I didn't get a chance to touch on this week um, and some more some more other stuff. But uh, tell a friend to tell a friend and come back and tune in, all right? Same time uh, next week, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, on Mondays. All right? Thanks, everybody, for watching, man. This is K100 Radio. <laughs> You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. MidwestMixtapes.com, the number one website for Midwest rap. MidwestMixtapes.com, they promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. MidwestMixtapes.com, they can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. MidwestMixtapes.com, they work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. K100 Radio, Hip-Hop and R&B. I can see it in your eyes, they never lie. Hearing rumors floating wild, I'm not surprised. I can tell you're dying deep inside. Showing love is something maybe you should Try, try, shouldn't be a hater, oh yeah. Shouldn't be a hater, oh yeah.